Listener Production. On today's edition of Footy Talk, Jay-Z and I dissect Brisbane's 24-point win against Collingwood. And where does it leave the Magpies in this season's Premiership race? We'll take a look at the action from the Saturday games and we'll have our bold prediction what our headline will be come Monday morning. That's all up next on Footy Talk. You're listening to Footy Talk with Jay-Z Clark and Joey Montagna after Brisbane's big 24-point win against Collingwood last night at Marvel Stadium. Jay-Z, it was more a big story for Brisbane coming into this game, I felt. It was all, all the pressure was on them. Their season, to some extent, was on the line. The difference between finishing top two and third or fourth and staying at the Gabba, they got the job done. It was a pretty comprehensive, pretty complete performance by this Brisbane side. And now, for me, if they take care of business at home next week against St Kilda, we shouldn't be seeing them in Melbourne until grand final day. I couldn't agree more, Joey. I was really bullish um, on the Lions. I spent a bit of time with them uh, this week. They believe the whole MCG issue is externally made out to be a lot more bigger for them they don't, they don't walk around their hotel foyer saying, oh, jeepers, the MCG makes me nervous. They're looking forward to that opportunity to prove them, and I think they will get it in the last weekend in September. To be honest, mate, after last night, and you look at the form over the past four to six weeks, and you've taught me this, don't look at last year, don't look at early in the season, have a look at the last six weeks. I'm wondering whether Collingwood is a complete false favourite now in this premiership race. So they're seen as the top weight still to win the flag, and then Brisbane second, Melbourne third. I reckon they've got that wrong. I read a lot into Collingwood's issues, defensively in particular, over the past month. Well, I'm glad you've jumped on board, Jay-Z, because for <laughs> me this goes back This goes back for 10 weeks. And, and, yep. and it took a lot of people. A lot of people got very sensitive and didn't want to hear it because Collingwood were on top of the ladder. But if you go back since round 13, they're 6-4. and four. Two of those wins were very lucky. Adelaide at the MCG when mm. Adelaide kicked inaccurately, could have got a free kick late, Jordan Dawson. And the Port Adelaide game where they kicked a couple of rippers late to win that yep. could be a different story. The numbers and their profile has suggested since about round 13 that it's an average team. Mm. Their, their defense, their contest, a lot of their indicators, and now it's resulting in the losses. So I agree with you. I think it's been the case for a lot longer than now people are realizing with the losses it's very much shades of Melbourne last year. Remember Melbourne 2022? They were 10 and zip. They were flying. And the back half of the year, they went 50-50, and everyone thought, oh, and then they went out in straight sets. Because their footy, you're right, it's about your last 10 weeks. Mm. You, what, what you've done in the first 10 weeks, mm. I think, really is irrelevant. Every team's game has evolved. Your, your personnel, who you're selecting, has evolved. It's about your last, well, you know, we're seeing some of the some of the stats going around now, it's your last five or six weeks really before yep. finals. You have to be in order. Yep. Uh, we can extend it a little bit further if we want, but Collingwood certainly aren't one of the informed teams. You've yeah. got Carlton, Brisbane, Melbourne, yep. even some teams like the Sydney and the Giants have better records than Collingwood. So for me, they're going to have to seriously find some form if they want to win this flag. They're going to have to turn it around to, to win a premiership because the form they're playing at the moment is not good enough. We're going to get your thoughts in one second on why that is the case. What are the issues in the back half? Let's have a listen to Craig McRae, who definitely uh, acknowledged and identified that they have to improve defensively uh, to go all the way this season. I think the last four or five weeks we've, we've just conceded too many goals, too many points. Number one defensive team in the competition for major parts of the year, but... Yeah, we've lost that mantle in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we're not happy with the way we're defending the ground. They're in different phases of that. I think our pressure's been good, but um, yeah, we're not defending the ground like we once were. Explain it for the Pies fans, Joey. What's happening back there? Well, for me, it starts with 
their inability to win contested ball around the ground. So if you win the ball in the middle of the ground, you're saving your defense essentially. And mm. for the first 10 weeks, they were by far and away the best team in the competition, Collingwood, at winning that ball, swarming with numbers. And even if they didn't win it, there was enough numbers there to force pressured kicks mm. so that Darcy Moore and Murphy and, and, and May, Maynard, et cetera, could intercept Mark. Since midway through the year, they've been losing a lot more of those contests, which means teams are being able to get better looks going inside 50, which puts the defense under pressure. They can't get as much pressure on the ball, as they've spoken about, um, like they did early in the year. And it's left their defense vulnerable that like to play with some leg rope. They give separation. They don't play one-on-one hard old-school defense. They they like to zone off and roll around and support each other. But if the ball's coming in, uh, we're big numbers, which has been happening. I mean, yep. even their inside 50 differential, I think it's bottom four yep. in the competition for yep. 10 weeks. So they're conceding a lot of inside 50s, and it's just putting too much pressure on a defense that – don't really play tight enough. Last one on this, and you're very good at this, Joey, because obviously Moore's out, and that changes things. I'm surprised to see how forward. i got a query on how defensively, because if they're leaking defensively, you'd think they'd put Howe back there to help plug some of that stuff. But anyway, that's probably No, that's my... not, because for me, if, if you looked at Howe's number since he came out for that broken arm, he was really struggling to have impact as a defender. His but... intercept numbers were halved of what he was the year before. So Howe's an interceptor, mm. and if he's not intercepting, then what's the value of him? So, so I, I think that they made the move not because they think it was an ace up their sleeve. I think it was more out of a bit of necessity that – and I get it's fair enough. I mean, coming back from that horrible broken arm, yep. I've got no doubts he's lacking a little bit of confidence yep. in what he's been able to do. So that, that's part of the reason why they've had to move him and reshuffle their back line a bit. Because oh, I thought with the, with the defensive stuff, they're crying out for that sort of game. Mm. Moore's out. He's the first player to be putting back mm. there. Anyway, they're not. So you, I think I th- I agree with you on that front. Um, is it – tell me if I'm wrong here – that first half of the season, it was a high-pressure, high-energy game plan. Can you maintain that rage for the whole season? Collingwood back in 2011, off the back of their 2010 flag, of course, which you played in, um, Joe, around that time. 2011, they came out, I think their average winning margin through the first 11 rounds was about 50, 55 points. They were invincible. Then they dropped off and, and they couldn't maintain it in 2011. I'm just wondering whether it's got a bit of that feel. Can it? Can you be so manic and so intense and so hot around the footy because their game plan relies on that for the whole year? I don't think any team can sustain the way they play for the whole year. We, we don't see with any team. Every yeah. team has their little lulls and down periods because it is such a brutal competition. People don't see the Monday to Friday to get up mentally, to get up physically, to bring the same level of arousal every single week and, and the same energy. So I think every team, no matter how their style of footy looks, has lull periods. Problem is – Like me on radio, Joey. Sometimes it is. You're just not quite you, – you know, your energetic best, Jay-Z. That's human nature. The problem is when you do it is yep. important and yep. you don't want to be doing it the last four weeks because it's very hard when you come up against the very best teams in the comp yep. to just flick a switch yep. and think you can rediscover what you had a few months ago. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. You need to build back into it, and that's why teams like Carlton and Melbourne and maybe St Kilda, if they win today, mm. they're the ones starting to find a bit of the groove at the right time. Collingwood are going the other way, and that's the big concern. It's always the best in the business, Joey. There's no doubt about that. Um, the flip side of the coin quick, quickly, because we, we could be looking at this year's premiership team. I love the Brisbane story at the moment under Chris Fagan. Lockie Neal, Josh Dunkley, Devin Robinson is an absolute madman around the footy. They have contested ball strength, Joey. And I'm impressed by Joe Danaher. He took a couple of big marks last night. And Charlie Cameron, when he's the, with the speed of ground level, he is a major threat. So I look at it. Harris Andrews in that back half. Jake Jack Payne's grown um, completely. 
I don't see that they're missing a lot, the Brisbane Lions. Well, we know that we, we've known this all the time. Yeah. They haven't missed a lot for a couple of years. Yeah. This hasn't been about the home and away season. I hear Chris Fagan in his press conferences and he gets very sensitive about what everyone says about them. And But it's like because, Fags, we know that you are a top four team. No mm. one's disputed that. So if we praise your winning, it's like, well, we expect you to win. It's yep. for you now getting it done in finals and this is as good a chance as they're ever going to get. Yes. You're right. They, they, they are complete with what they've got on field. Yep. It's whether they can get it done in the crunch. The only slight issue I would love to see a bit more from Brisbane is I still think they're leaking too many points. So you mm. concede 100 points against Collingwood, missing yep. four of their very best. They conceded 93 at home last week against Adelaide. They conceded 96 a couple of weeks ago against the Gold Coast Suns in mm-hmm. that Q class. So that, that I would like to see tighten up, but I still think absolutely now that we think they'll stay at home for the prelim, mm. they'll win that. Oh, they'll win their first week, win a prelim. I think they're, they're going to be in the grand final, but um, – yeah, plenty to like about Brisbane. Got to be hard to beat up there. That is for sure. Did you get a look at a quick look at Dev Robertson with his um, yeah with his jumper? Yeah, off? it was pretty funny, wasn't it? He could be the calendar. He could be the new calendar boy of the AFL. Um, what, what do we call it? The Men for all seasons. Yes. Whatever it was called he the calendar. Could, he's yeah. made a they strong bring that back, don't they? He's made a strong pitch to be right on the calendar of that. My wife wasn't that interested in the game, and at that point where he lost his jumper, her interest levels or some, some sort of levels went, went, yes. up, went up a notch. Nice. Anyway, Geelong secured. I love to yeah. talk. Try about, and no, nothing to come out of the game injury wise. Nathan Murphy, Nathan Murphy, one. Nathan Murphy. They're saying a car did. So he fell heavily. I thought concussion, right? But then at the end, he was sort of stretching his hamstring a little bit on the oh, bench. Yeah. So they're saying he's okay. Bo, Mc, Bo McCreary is in real trouble. Ah, did you yes, see the I dangerous did. tangle? Is that one or two weeks? That looks like a, a, a straight up, straightforward one weeker for me. One I week. think he will be missing against the Bombers okay. next week. And I wonder if the Bombers can get up, whether they have a bit of a sniff against the Pies yes. next week. They got a big test of the Giants away. They got Draper back. Yep. I just wonder whether the. Calling a bit vulnerable. Well, let's chat about the rest of the weekend's games right after this. You are listening to Footy Talk, and if you're listening on the Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Listener, please hit the like button. Leave us a review. If you do have a question for us, make sure you hit us up on Instagram or TikTok with Jay-Z Clark on this Saturday. Let's get stuck into some other big games this weekend, Jay, because there are some... We were talking about wildcard weekends in AFL. We have two weekends of wildcard footy leading up to the finals because there are elimination games everywhere. I want to get your take, first of all, on the Giants. Essendon, just quickly, you touched on that. Loser, definitely out. Winner goes into the final round. I know they're going to be underdogs, Giants against Carlton, Essendon against Collingwood. But whoever wins this game is going to go in a life chance to play yeah, for no, super game. I absolutely love this. Look, the, the Bombers game hasn't been in great shape over the last six weeks, let's be honest. So the, the Giants deserve their favouritism. However, Draper back, I think, is a big boost for the Bombers. They've been lacking in that department. He is not only a, a, a really strong tap ruckman for them, he's a spiritual leader. Like, I know Zach Merritt's done a great job as captain, you talk to Essendon people, they say he's the one that the boys walk tall around. So I wonder if that's going to be a factor. I can't wait to see Toby Green just absolutely try and rip it away from from the Bombers at home, try and book a bit of a final spot for them. You know, they've got opportunities too. So what's your gut feel? Do you think 
Do they do it easily or do they do it hard? No, it'll be tough. Do? No, this will be a tough game, but I expect the Giants to bounce back. They've yep. been very good all year. They were poor last week. Adam Kingsley will have them wound up at home. You're right about Essendon. Their profiles just dropped away the last six weeks. Maybe they're more rolling the dice with Stringer and Draper. Yep. How fit are they going to be yep. against a Giants team that continue? They run. They, they take you to deep water in fourth quarter. So I think the Giants yep. get it done. But let's get to the game Saturday night tonight. I St. Kilda, this. Geelong. Love it. This is massive. Destiny in St. Kilda's hands. Yep. They win, they'll play finals. Yep. Cats, if they lose, season done. If Geelong somehow win this, they go into round 24 again. A legitimate chance to play finals against the Bulldogs. Are the Saints ready? I'll pick the Saints. I think the Saints should be favourite for this game. I don't I don't get it. I think this we, we are talking about Geelong from last year in this game. It's at Marvel Stadium, right? The Saints have been good there. I think their first half against Carlton, right? And then they come out and beat Richmond. I think they've got the tools. You called it in Triple M. Um, they got to put they got to put time into Paddy Dangerfield. They got to put time into Jeremy Cameron with Wilkie, obviously. Otherwise, get to work. I think the Smalls are getting the job done. King and Membry back in the forward half. Saints fans rocking up to this game tonight. I reckon you feel pretty confident that your boys they won't be feeling confident. They, <laughs> I, I, they'll I, be nervous. They've, but you would know this better than anyone. St Kilda's beaten Geelong once in the last fifteen encounters, right? This is a bogey team for the Saints. Is this the moment that that baton gets passed and they leapfrog the Cats? Ooh, gee, we'll find out. I don't get, know. I'm like, a, I'm like a half-glass empty Saints supporter <laughs> going this one. But you're right. They are playing much better footy. They've yep. won three of their last four. Yep. Their defense has been top two all year. That, that has been rock solid. Held yep. them in good stead. Now they're getting a bit of flow in their offense. Yep. It's been much better the last month. King and Membry, as you touched on, they should be confident. Ross yep. the Boss will find a way to get it done. He'll be in his element tonight. Like he will, I would love to be a fly on the wall watching Ross Lyon tonight. I think you will see top line coaching because yep. he will know that the opportunity that presents, he would love to knock off Chris Scott like no man's business. And um, oh, look, I just can't wait for it. My wife is going out tonight. I said, perfect. Night at home Go on, the on the couch. Beautiful. Hey, quickly, wait. let's get the other game then because you'll yep. be flicking Adelaide, Sydney, another elimination final. <sighs> You're not so keen on this one. Two good teams, <laughs> no. two offensive teams, yep. two evenly poised teams. Adelaide at home, surely. Yep. Do you think? Yeah, I do as well. Yep. The Swans have been up for a while. I just don't know if they can maintain that. And I'll rate. tell you what, that leads to my back page headline Go over on. the weekend. Go on. After tonight, yep. Saints and Crows are locked into play finals. Both will win tonight. Both will be playing finals because St Kilda will have done enough to have made it 52 points. Adelaide have West Coast next week. Yep. They win that. They're in. Yep. That's going to be massive. Uh, and that's for me, Saints and the Crows so in. In locked. my AFL finals predictor, I had Carlton playing Bulldogs week one elimination final and St Kilda v Adelaide. That's right. Also. That's right. So not only can the Saints get through. Home final. They can knock Marvel off. against Adelaide. They can knock off the Crows. Then, I tell you. Oh. Gee whiz. Anyway, very good. What's your what's gonna be your back page headline? Um I, I think um Adam Simpson is the big story, continuing to be the big story. And I think uh we will continue to learn more over the next forty eight hours that he is under the pump, okay. as the great late great Danny Frawley. Uh, said famously. So I think that's where a lot of sharp pencils will be aimed. So he wouldn't want an 80-plus point loss is what you're saying. I I think uh, the decision just about made. Right. um, We'll see. An uncompetitive effort would be a a bad result. Hey, tomorrow we will go around the grounds and we'll analyse all the action from a massive Saturday around 23 of footy. But until then, hope you enjoy footy talk and enjoy your weekend.